couple with two kids wanting to do something that highlights the power of friendship and what it means to be in the company of true friends. We're going to move our society away and out of the loneliness epidemic and into a friendlier, happier world. Welcome to Our Friendly World. Better. Stronger. Together. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. We have a special guest today. Two special we guests today. Two. Very special. Our kids are here. Hi. Hi. What's up, world? <laughs> oh, dear. People. The horror. The horror, you guys. Oh, horror. Indeed. Oh, my gosh. What's Why? Why is that funny to you guys? Okay, everybody. It's not funny to me, but I have a lot of friends who love horror movies. Like my best friend, my other friends. Everyone loves them. Okay, so here's the thing. I am... Um, I'm not I'm not into it. I never have. There is so much in the world I don't need further stress or fear. Thank you very much. I just want myself a good romantic comedy. But what do you think is happening? Because I mean, your generation especially is experiencing so much. And we kind of say this about every generation. But seriously, you guys have had it rough. You've been through a pandemic. It feels like world war. I mean, everybody's fighting. There's just so many things happening. And I think you guys have it really, really tough. We all do. I just don't understand why you think it's funny to watch horror movies. Well, I don't really find it funny to watch them, but sometimes it could be a good distraction, like replacing all that other stress in your life with something completely different. Like, oh no, there's zombies, there's blood, there's a horrible pun on the queen. I, I, I don't know, sometimes horror movies with a little bit of humor can be pretty fun, but they're kind of hard to come by. I like those. But why not just watch something fun or happy to get your mind off of things? Well, in my opinion, it's because you don't feel fun. You don't feel happy. You want to see something morbid and gross because, I don't know, it's how you feel on the inside, maybe. Is it I kind have of, no idea. Is it like looking, is it kind of like listening to music that is not happy when you're not happy? Nope. I personally think it's like that. Literally not at all. Why? I like listening to sad music, either that or some weird alternative rock. <laughs> no, but that's what I'm saying. When you're not happy, you tend to listen to things that are not happy. It's, it's because you relate happy. to them more in right. the moment. That's right. why. Right. So, Matt. Yes. This was your Hello. idea. Hello. Yes, it was. <laughs> Please explain what is happening. You've been doing some research. Well, first, let's talk about what exactly is a horror movie. And I think the best definition of a horror movie is a movie in which a monster threatens. And a monster could be a human, but typically they give them superhuman abilities. Or it's literally something so foreign, like Alien or Godzilla. What about those movies with, um, oh my gosh, what's, what's her name? The famous actress. She broke the knees of the guy. Oh, Kathy Bates. Kathy Bates. Misery. Misery. 
Like, that's horror, too, right? I've never seen it, but I've seen See? enough clips. But, like, why are people into that? Or, I mean, I can understand some horror movies. Like, it teaches you a lesson. What was that movie? It teaches yeah, you a lesson. Yeah, like, don't pick up the phone if it's an unknown caller, or don't, for example. Yeah, like, don't run. Like, they make stupid mistakes, right? Yeah, like, always stay in a group and don't separate because that's how you die in a horror movie. But yeah. what I was going to... I forgot what I was going to say. You learn a lesson. Oh, oh, no. Okay, thanks. Because I, I forgot the name of the movie. Basic Instincts. Is that considered horror? I've never seen that, but I don't think so. I've never so. seen it either. Okay, so for me, it's horror because the guy... Um, it's, a, it's a couple and the guy cheats on his wife, right? And I think they have kids, too. But that's drama. That's not horror. Yeah, but it's horror. That sounds more like a drama to me. Are you going I with think... W-H-O-R-E? Or... No. <laughs> oh, Dad. Well, I'm just confused. <laughs> I need clarification. I'm just saying that movie scared a lot of men into not cheating. It did, for sure. But, uh, but it's still not considered horror? Again, the monster... And if it's a human monster, it has to have certain superhuman attributes. So was she superhumanly smart or? No, she was just relentless and like, it was scary. Anyway, you guys, I don't know. This is out of my league. I've, I've, I've never really watched horror movies. The first movie I ever saw in my life was Bambi and I'm forever traumatized. And that was a horror movie as no, far they... as you're concerned because it's pretty dire. My best friend loves that movie. What, Bambi? Yeah. Yeah, she loves that movie. Why? I don't know. She likes Disney movies, which I've never understood. When first thing that comes to mind to Disney, one of my famous quotes that I once said was, it's a Disney movie, so one has to die. She said that about Ponyo. Turns out the mom didn't die. The mom didn't die? Mom didn't die? I really love that movie. I still need to figure out what to do with that Ponyo notebook I got in New York. We love Studio Ghibli. <laughs> We love studio. There's a new play. one too, but that's beside the point. Anyway. But let's let's circle back now into the why and, and one of the things you guys brought up, which was basically they call it the rush, they call it the fight or flight response. You get that feedback when you want when you some people, most people, get that feedback when they watch a horror movie. There's this mixture of dread and exultation at the same time. It's almost like a sensory over it can be a sensory overload that's addictive sort of kind of but they have noted elevated adrenaline in people who are watching horror movies which is interesting this fight or flight response is similar to the fight or flight response you might get talking to somebody you liked but you get that in a safe space when you watch a horror movie because you know that nothing is going to happen to you personally so it's almost like a safe space to get that excitement I think it's practicing, like, so you know what to do. So when you experience that kind of fright, when you experience that horror that's not really related to you, is it training your body to respond to your own life when you go through horror? I mean, maybe. I guess I can see that, but I'm not sure. I don't know. Well, as it turns out, there's a, they call it low neuro... Tisticism. Oh my God, I just butchered that word. And it's basically there are people out there who don't have a typical emotional response to things. And it's almost like they would watch a horror movie to feel these feelings very sharply so that they can feel them less sharply later, too. So it dulls like, the senses. Like almost like training. 
No, yeah, like these like are people who naturally have, are desensitized to everything. Wow. This helps them understand it. See, I think that is so wrong because if you're already desensitized to life, so what? You're going to see some horrific things and that becomes your norm? That's not okay, you guys. I think this is messing up the whole world. There's horror movies. There's a lot of emotional numbness out there. And people can see this as a... Some people do see this as release. Do you guys see it as a release? I can see... Okay, you go. No, I'm not a psychopath. Oof. Ouch. Ouch. Alex. But it is fun to play with new concepts with things. Like, sometimes I'll see something, like, that sounds kind of horrific for, like, a fictional character to go through. And I'm like, hey, why doesn't my fictional character go through that? And it adds to the plot and makes me play with, like, new, like, personalities and different, like, endings and stuff. So it's helping you with your writing. Feeling creativity sometimes. It, not it, creativity. Creativity it definitely can. Another thing people have noticed is that oftentimes if you take a look at a true, quote-unquote, classic of the horror genre would be Frankenstein. It's, like, 200 years old. And it's a symbolic representation of people's real fears, which Hold is on. biology getting getting out of hand, like experimentation. Two hundred. I, I want to say I no. saw two hundred. Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. Oh, you mean the book? Oh, yeah. The the okay. the original work is yeah exactly what I'm talking about. I thought you were talking about like yeah. motion picture. Fun fact: Mary Shelley was inspired to write Frankenstein due to to, to the gloomy weather of her time. Hold on a second. I just remembered something. It's true. Uh-oh. When you were like, how old were you, 10, 11, you started reading Stephen King. Yes. She says with a big smile, proud smile. So, yeah, I, I debated. I'm like, what? Pet Cemetery is my favorite book. Oh, my gosh. I don't, I mean, I remember going back and forth in my head because you wanted the Stephen King books. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do, but I thought, okay, you know. Because at least I'm reading. Right. <laughs> I mean, you were reading anyway, oh, but dear. those were like your first big thick books, right? Yeah, I guess so. Remember when we were like four and you're like, come on, all these other four-year-olds are reading whole books, no pictures, just pure long thick chapters you have to as well. <laughs> Starting now, here's Odysseus. <sighs> <laughs> Or the Odyssey. It's called the Odyssey, not not the Odysseus. (laughs) Did I say the Odysseus? You did. Oh, yes, you did. But Odysseus also translates into Ulysses in some cultures. That was fun reading that together. The Odyssey? No? Oh, well. All right. I fail. I personally thought it was fun. It was good. That that had drama. Posture. Posture. Okay. <laughs> Kaboom. Anyways, another thing that they have noticed, and by they I mean psychologists, actually, believe it or not. Psychiatrists, psychologists, whatever. Um, Psychiatrist gives you drugs. Psychology is like just talking. So we go, we go psychology. But they've noticed that people who are into horror typically have, and you're going to love this one, babe, more curiosity. Oh, yeah, I think that's true. I mean, my friends are all very curious people, and they love horror movies. The way you said love is quite daunting. Okay, they're not creeps. They're nice people. Okay. Well, and, and that's just it. Other people have to wonder. Other psychologists have wondered, you know, are people really savages? And there's a thin veneer society on top of that. 
and we need to let our little beast out and horror movie is a way to do that because of course the emotional release mm-hmm. all right here's a question for everybody are you ready mm-hmm. bringing it back to friendship do you think that our society as a whole not you guys but our society as a whole is so fragmented separated not a lot of people have friends that they constantly hang out with. And also, they don't really have friends within their zip code. Everyone's long distance or something. Instead of bonding together and like being together to talk about life and everything, I think so many things are taboo to talk about now. And there's so much going on that every, like every single person has so many different issues happening with them that it's hard to communicate how you're feeling. And also your feelings change every day. My feelings change like a few times a day, right? Up and down, all over the place, sideways. Yep. And so I think that's just normal, especially for sensitive people like us, people that care about other people around the world. When we're seeing all the news, everything that's happening. My question is, do you think we turn, do you think people, stop it, you guys, they're like, Hitting each other. Stop it. We're not hitting each other. Not hitting. I've been your whole career. Stop (gasps) it. Stop it. Now I'm forgetting what I was saying. Thanks, guys. Um, No problem. What I'm saying is, do you think because we don't have people to be arm in arm with, that we turn to these movies to have a bonding experience together, like a shared experience? Because we can all see the same movie around the world. Same kind of thing happens with, like, fandoms and stuff, like the Deltarune fandom, Amori, stuff like that. Are those horror? No, those Amori definitely Amori is aren't. psychological horror. Yeah. Ugh, hectic. I do Anyways. not like you playing that game. I do. Anyways, I do think shared experiences are important, and I think that as we become less able to communicate as a society, and that is a direction we are headed just because I don't want to offend you and or we're losing the written word slowly but surely. But uh, sharing an experience without political ramifications. So if you meet somebody who's also a Taylor Swift fan, you're not necessarily going to ask them about their political beliefs. And you can just, you can have a relationship based on being a fan of something. And then But then also I think a horror movie is a shared experience. Now, as it turns out, when you share that kind of false danger and and, uh, excitement, as a group, the group gets a, a, a dump not only of adrenaline, but also of something called oxytocin. Oxytocin? Oxytocin. And they become, and they have a closeness and affinity with one another. It's almost like you survived something together. Well, do you think it's because, so this was my question, do you think because, let's just say when we as a society go through one thing, we all have different perspectives based on our income, based on where we live, based on our political beliefs, based on our backgrounds, right? Cultural backgrounds, that even though we're facing the same dilemmas, we all have different perspectives. But if everyone was watching the same horror movie, it's really from one perspective. So it's the only time that we all have the same fright perspective. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Yeah. And I think it's I think it's channeling into kind of our more base mind, a simpler state Mm -hmm. in our heads, wherein we're a tribe 
and we have to protect ourselves from saber tooths or whatever it is. So in, in a way, we're working together. Yes. So in a way, these terrible movies, I, I think <laughs> terrible. they're terrible. You guys, I think they're terrible. I'm sorry. I know you like them. But in a way, is it bringing people together for like a, yeah. you know, like a common feeling? Yeah, it is. Because even though we're so like very divided nowadays, as you guys said, we do still want to bond with each other and have things in common with one another. And sometimes horror movies or just movies in general can help with that. Because as Dad said, you're, in, you're sharing an experience together and are sharing feelings together. I think everyone should just get some therapy and call it a day. <laughs> well, honestly. <laughs> to be funny. No, I totally agree with you, babe. Yeah, so do I. Honestly, though, back to horror in, in particular is they're trying to trigger these kind of base fight or flight responses in you, which helps you bond more so than in a romantic comedy where everything's hearts and flowers and there's not a lot of uh, tension per se. Also, r romantic comedies are often heteronormative and cringy. Not all of them. Not all of them. There's some good. So many are. There are some good Hallmark movies, though. Oh no, Uncle well, Sam. Stop oh, let's, it. Let's oh, not, God, let's not, well, not Hallmark, but just romantic comedy in let's general. Let's not go off into that kind of uh, world. They're fun to make fun of. Yeah, I know. Yes. But we're supposed That's to be true. focusing on. It's more, okay. More the ADHD. horror, more the visceral horror style <laughs> movies. But I mean, it is the opposite of horror. Romantic comedy. Or and what if there was a horror? What if there was a horror movie and a romantic comedy that were mixed together? I'm sure there has yes. been. Has there? I'm sure. I don't know. I, like I said, I don't watch them, guys. Oh, Hugh, I love you. Thank you for saving me from the zombies. That's been done before. That's oh, true. As You're a matter right. of fact, hold You're on, right. hold on, hold on. You're welcome, babe. Let the right one <laughs> in. I would classify as romance yet horror. All at the Which same one? time. It's Which called Let the Right One In. It's really creepy. I've it, heard of that, but I've never watched it. It's super creepy. Hold on. First of all, have you guys really seen a horror movie? No. No, you really, really haven't. You they just have an overwhelming Shauna desire to. Shauna the Dead. You've that, seen that? that Shauna the Dead. That doesn't count. Is it that does. There's movie? so much blood and gore. There's, and only like two there's people survive. enough going on in there. Please try not to scream into the mic. I know. That's not what I'm doing. Our ears. Our, e <laughs> Our ears. Like Stop it, guys. Hello. Focus. <laughs> yeah. Focus. Hello. You guys are like toddlers. What is happening? You're teenagers now. I'm the one who's focusing. Alex is veering off. We're sad and we use this as a coping mechanism. That's not true. <sighs> all right, everybody. All right. How do we bring this around? This is all over the place. Is it? Is it? I've tried to keep us tightly and narrowly all focused. All right. Keep going. I've been trying to stay that in line. I've gone through literally all of my notes. <laughs> so what's the point? <laughs> what is the point? Well, the attraction of horror is the same as uh, it holds dear to something I've been kind of holding on to, not kind of, definitely holding on to as far as how we form friendships. We form friendship through shared experiences. A horror movie, like it or not, gives us the same emotional responses we get from having shared experiences with people. Joy, uh, fear, excitement. So what are and you... when it's all said and done, a sense of fun and camaraderie. Ugh. I know. So what are you saying, Matt? Are you are you trying to promote 
these horrible movies? I'm trying to say that we need to figure out how to get more of these types of experiences in our lives without necessarily going into the horror kind of vein. Because another thing that they've noticed is our desire to watch these types of movies tends to wane as we get older. Really? Yeah. Yeah, you guys get very excited. I think your favorite holiday is Halloween. One of my favorites, yes. Although it is nice that Christmas... Eve is like two weeks, right? Like literally just two weeks before my birthday. Sorry. I really like Halloween because I get to be someone who's not me and not have to worry about it. And there you go. That's a big part of Halloween for sure. I'm going to be Pomni from the Amazing Digital Circus next year. I do not get why you like that show. It's so good. It's kind of like plays on like the psychological horror aspect that kind of Amori does, except not at all. Basically, a bunch of characters get trapped into, like, another world and stuff, and, well, there's no exit, and they're all going insane slowly, and when they go insane, they abstract and get all weird, and they're stuck in a chamber. Yay. So, all these stories are helping you or hurting you? I mean, the characters are nice. Is it? Yeah, but you're dodging the question. Is it helping you or is it hurting you? Well, I I think it expands our brains. And honestly, if we take a look at... To what end? A lot of classical literature. Like if you flip to the end of the Bible, that's a scary book. (laughs) I am not kidding. Well, I don't think... I'm not saying you're kidding. And other other quote-unquote classics in the genre, you take a look at uh, H.P. Lovecraft, you take a look at Edgar Allan Poe, you take a look at... I love both authors. You've read H.P. Lovecraft? Oh, dear. Edgar Allan Poe keeps coming up in my life, and I don't know why. It's because he's one of my favorite poets. That's why. You know, even The Legend of Sleepy Hollow, Devil and Daniel Webster, these are old stories. You know, I kept you guys away from all of that. Like, all the stories, all the fairy tales. I never told you guys any of the fairy tales when you were little. Like, they're all horrific. They are? And it's A what? lot of them are And it's to teach people not to do something. Like, don't go wandering in the woods and go into the witch's house. Otherwise, don't she'll go in there. put you in her oven. It's or, not good. Or don't go walking in the woods alone just to get to your grandmother because... The wolf will get you. Well, like the wolf represented what? The, the Great Depression? No, the story? Yeah, no, it did. So. No, the Little Red Riding Hood. The wolf represents the Great Depression, like all the stuff that I, was happening. Who's afraid of the big bad wolf? That story's been around long, long before the Great Depression, though. Things get repurposed for sure. Yeah, that's true. For me, it's always been a warning, like a cautionary tale against pedophiles. For what I've I don't know, just in my opinion. And that's just it. Again, oftentimes what a horror movie will bring us is we'll start discussing it even after the fact. Like, what would you have done instead of, you know, going into the basement by yourself to investigate why the lights are off? Simple. Don't play with an Ouija board. But that's just it. You can talk about the stupid moves that were done and how you would do things differently as you're communicating with people you saw the movie with or people who even just only seen the movie. You don't necessarily have to have been in the same place, same time, but you can still connect Hmm. by discussing the flaws or the brilliance. You know, certainly Silence of the Lambs, that was like 
that was like everybody was talking about that for a minute. Sounds like it has some gore in it. It does. I haven't seen it, but there are lines that our friends will repeat. Mm -hmm. And we all laugh in a very uneasy kind of way, like uneasy laughter. Right. And and honestly, one of the most probably disturbing things that I've heard about the movie was that when it was shown in theaters. So your your antagonist really is uh, this guy Buffalo Bill. But let's ignore that for the moment. There was a secondary not nice character named Hannibal Lecter, and he escapes at the end. And audiences cheered for that. Just disturbing. You guys, I prefer to, like... Too bad we don't have cable anymore, but like, like I said. <laughs> I miss my Met Galas. Golden Girls. Oh, I miss Golden Girls. No, but I miss the, the days of our lives. Carpet. Days of our lives. In a way, it was a little bit, that's for me, horror. <laughs> it like, taught some it, good lessons. Exactly. That would be more of a thrill, thriller, anyway, maybe. Anyway. Telenovela. <laughs> but like, I had you guys watch it because I'm like, look, it all comes down to don't lie. Don't lie. The more don't you cheat. Don't cheat. And the more you keep the lie going, the worse it's going to be in the end. The more you keep the lie going. I thought you said light. <laughs> and don't kill people. But again, not, not really in the horror genre. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying that that's, that was my way to introduce the kids to things that are not like all happy. Mm -hmm. You know, that teaches some good lessons. Yep. I mean, Days of Our Lives can go dark, remember? That's the devil. Dark. The devil came in. Elvis, <laughs> it's the devil. Anyways. <laughs> For Days of Our Lives fans out there, we don't know what's happening anymore. Please let I us know. I never did. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry. We don't know. We don't know what happened. I kind of want to know. Apparently Susan's alive though, so. I hope Yay! so. I hope Susan's alive. Anyway, guys, thanks for listening. Are we done? I don't know where this is going. Can we just stop with the horror? We don't Shared need it. Shared experiences. And, and honestly, you know, I think once you've had enough kind of, let's just call it mischief in your life, you kind of don't need that fight or flight anymore. I think, I'm sorry, but I have enough that goes on in my head. That scares me. And I don't, there you go. I don't reality, need to be scared anymore. Reality is pretty darn scary. Oh, yes, it is. With a big smile, she says. Lord have mercy. <laughs> I smile when I'm nervous. Okay. So, thanks, guys, for talking with us today. You're welcome. Are you all right, babe? Uh, yeah, no problem. Someone looks tired. Yeah, that's, right. that would be me. Hey, stop it. All right, guys, thanks for listening. Let us know what you think. Do you like horror movies or are you with me? Let's get and rid of do them. You, do you stand? Do you think that the shared experience can prove to be a bonding moment for friendship? I'm sorry. And do you, and do you like Disney or do you not? Or also, do you like rom-coms or are you normal? Oh, Alex, rude. that's so rude. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Thank All you right. much, everyone. Okay, Alright everybody, thank you. Let us know what you think and we love you. Have a beautiful every day. Can we just bond over some cake? Be well. Okay. Yes. Bye.